Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. A lot has changed from just a few days ago in terms of the uh, lay of the land as far as COVID-19 is concerned. Following the footsteps of Alpha, Beta, Delta, and Gamma, we now have a fifth confirmed variant of concern known as Omicron, using another Greek letter. This was uh, detected in South Africa and a few other African countries. It's now been detected elsewhere. Hong Kong, Israel, Belgium, today the United Kingdom confirming two cases. And obviously that list is going to get a lot longer. There are a number of mutations uh, associated with this variant. And some of those mutations are associated with problematic aspects uh, of other variants, things we're already watching out for when it comes to increased transmissibility and potentially immune evasion. There are some things to watch for, obviously, with any variant. Is it more easily transmissible? Does it punch through immunity? Does it cause more severe disease? All of these questions are very relevant. The South Africans have done a tremendous job in sequencing the genome of this virus, sharing all of this information. Uh, So this has all come to light very quickly, and that may prove to be useful uh, as we move forward, trying to understand and trying as best we can to contain it. This was the announcement yesterday Uh, Dr. Maria Vankerkov with the World Health Organization confirming the new variant of concern. So today, WHO's Technical Advisory Group on Virus Evolution met to discuss the variant B11529 to discuss what we understand about this variant and if it should be classified as a variant of interest or a variant of concern. Based upon the information that we have, particularly from South Africa, um, they have advised WHO that this variant should be classified as a variant of concern. So today we are announcing B11529 as a variant of concern named Omicron. So Canada, along with a number of other countries, have taken steps to limit travel from that part of the world. Uh, Canada has banned new flights from a number of countries. There's a travel advisory in place, so those kinds of steps being taken. Uh, The United Kingdom today, and we'll get to some of what British Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced at a press conference, uh, they're taking some additional steps for returning travelers when it comes to PCR testing and quarantine, also tightening up some domestic policies uh, around mask wearing, etc., so we're trying to stay a step ahead of this, and a lot of countries taking the approach of, look, let's, let's plan for the worst and hope for the best. And under the circumstances, that seems appropriate. Joining us for an overview of what we know at this point, how we got to this point, and what this all might mean going forward. Very pleased to welcome to the program Dr. Samantha Yamin, a science communicator, also holds a PhD in cell and molecular biology, also known as Science Sam on social media. Dr. Yumin, thanks so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me on. Okay, so let's kind of walk through it here. So lots happened in a a short period of time in terms of the emergence of this variant, recognition of it, the classification of it. So what do we know? How did we get to this point? Well, earlier this week, uh, scientists in South Africa noticed there was an uptick in cases with some new types of mutations. Uh, And so they did some sequencing, did some analyses, and they saw that there's this new type of variant, something we haven't really seen before. So they alerted authorities at the WHO so that we could start acting on it because they've also been seeing an uptick in cases in the country. And so we're really lucky that they noticed it and that they transparently reported to put us on alert to see where else it may be around the world. 
Right. And so they've done a lot of incredible work uh, this week in, in tracking mm-hmm. this, sequencing this, sharing all of this with the world. And, and that's helped uh, the, the response. So the WHO, uh, they're the ones who make the designation, I guess, in terms of whether something is a variant mm-hmm. of concern. There's different classifications. I mean, there's variants of interest and we've had a few of those. Yeah. So what are we looking for when it comes to these variants of concern? Yeah, so it was it was just yesterday, November 26th, when uh, the independent expert group at the WHO decided it's um, they wanted to call this a variant of concern. There are typically three characteristics that they might look at, but the one in this case that was relevant was that it seems to have some sort of um, either increase in transmissibility or, uh, in this case, it seems like it's changing the epidemiology a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think the key thing here was that they were noticing from preliminary evidence, more reinfection compared to other variants of concern. So the fact that it might be a little more transmissible, it's still unclear. It's still really early to make that conclusion, but they were also noticing reinfections. That alerted them that this is something we really got to be on alert for. Yeah, it's an unusual variant, uh, as I understand it, in in the number of mutations we've seen here. And some of these mutations we we do know are associated with some of these more problematic aspects of other variants. Mm But at the same time, there's so much going on here, and this has all come about so quickly. I guess there's a lot we we don't yet know. Yeah, and and this is it, it's frustrating when we don't know things. It's frustrating when things are uncertain. But actually, it's a good thing that we're on alert, and it's still so early for this. It means that we can really be over prepared, and it may not spread. Right? right. One of the the most I would say potentially worrisome variants of concern was the beta. Uh, variant. And it didn't end up spreading around the world very much. It didn't end up being very transmissible. Uh, It had a lot of mutations that were concerning. Uh, So we may not see this one spread everywhere. It may not go very far. But the fact that we already know about it is actually good news and is really to the credit of the scientists in uh, South Africa and also Botswana who who let the world know, hey, this is this is happening. Okay, go look and and be on the watch. Well, and, and, and that's the thing, right? I mean, we, we we want science to be thorough. We also want science to be fast. And, and that's a difficult balance. There's an urgency in a pandemic, maybe an urgency here specifically. Uh, but maybe, as you, you alluded to, better to be overprepared. Yeah, and the really good news for, I know this is overwhelming. I've gotten so many messages from people like, I can't deal with another variant. I totally hear you. I feel yeah. the exact same way. But here's the thing. This one is pretty easy for us to detect with the really standard PCR protocols we're already doing. So at least we'll be able to know a lot very quickly. We'll be able to see where it is um, if we continue our testing. And so that's good news. We'll we'll get a lot of information over the next few weeks. You're going to see we're going to go from saying we don't know much to a lot more information. So that's the good news here. Um, and so I think we got to hold on to that good news. But if we really want to stop seeing more variants, we got to make sure that vaccines are shared around the world. Well, that's an important point, right? I mean, you know, this this may punch some holes in vaccine efficacy, but, you know, the, these are still a crucial tool and the, the vaccines are likely to hold up to some degree or a large degree mm-hmm. with this variant. And, and we, we got to double down, don't we? We got to make sure that, you know, that we don't have these pockets of vulnerability around the world. Definitely. And that, that's a, another key thing for folks. We have never seen We haven't seen a variant to date that completely eroded our defenses, right? So your vaccine Mm -hmm. immunity is so great. It has so many different layers. Maybe this variant will be good at sneaking past one or two of those, but there are so many layers of protection that your immune system builds when you're fully vaccinated. So it's unlikely that this is going to render all of that useless. I I don't think that's going to happen. What it means, though, 
is that people who remain unvaccinated, people who don't have access to vaccines around the world, this is really, they're going to be really vulnerable. And the more we give this virus opportunity to spread, the more variants that can emerge. So we really need to make sure we give that same great protection that we're lucky to have in Canada to as many people around the world as possible. Yeah, that's such a crucial point. And I mean, at the end of the day, this is still SARS-CoV-2, right? We, we don't have a new virus on our hands. Yes, we, we've seen variants, we've seen mutations. That happens with viruses, but we are still dealing with the same virus, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the phenomenal thing is, yes, this virus does mutate a lot, but our defenses are still holding up. It's not like the flu that mutates so much. It's a fundamentally different virus that mutates so much that that's why we need to get annual flu shots. With this, the same vaccine is holding up really, really well because it helps us build such a great complex immunity. And while the virus mutates, so far it hasn't been enough to really make a huge dent in that uh, immunity, which is, which is the really good news that we need to remember. We are not starting back at square one. This isn't March 2020 again. Yeah. Uh, while this feels like a setback, we need to see where it goes and what happens. But we also need to remember we have amazing tools. And so we should use them as many layers of protection as are needed. Yeah, an important point. So in the coming days and weeks, obviously, you know, it's important for other countries around the world, Canada included, to be vigilant, to be watching for this variant. Uh, We're going to be watching closely countries like South Africa and others where this has been detected to see what happens. I guess there's lab work to be done, culturing Mm -hmm. this this variant, testing the the serological data. So there's a lot that's that's going to happen over the next few weeks here. Absolutely. Even within the next few days, we'll already have more information. Scientists got to work right away uh, in the lab to get the cultures growing so that they can figure out some of its unique characteristics that are characterized in mutations. Um, So we'll start getting that data within the next week or so. Uh, It it could take a few weeks, but we'll know a lot more really, really quickly. So we're really lucky that uh, scientists alerted us to it right away to get studying. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.